The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Today is the next day of the rest of your life. Never mind. No, the next day is tomorrow. That's today in podcast land. Oh, that's right, because this airs the day after we record. You are correct, Bob. For once in your life, you are correct. <clears throat> My wife would disagree. <laughs> the Bob and Zip Show with Ben Kelly. I had like the kind of day where you get absolutely nothing done, except whatever chores <laughs> your wife wants you to do. Hi, kids. Which um, it was National Honeydew Day, huh? It, <laughs> Honeydew list. It, it wasn't even that. It was uh, because I didn't get that much done, but it. <laughs> We just had our son Andrew here for a week, uh-huh. and so we have the house alone to ourselves again. You know, yay! Uh, which is an empty nest, right? Uh, but the nest has a lot of dust in it lately. <laughs> so many euphemisms, <laughs> so, so many jokes. I know, right? So I, I like, careful. I, that's how brush fires start. <laughs> I was actually very excited about like today, like, and then woke up and I was like, "We got to mail this. We got a dentist appointment." Uh, yours is at two, mine is at one. Why don't we just take one car and we'll shop? And then we're going on it's like errands and we got to return something. We got to get a gift certificate. Anyway, so it's all this is normal life stuff that mm-hmm. I never did for 40 years. <laughs> That's an adjustment. <laughs> and and I enjoy actually doing it. I, I, I truly do. Uh-huh. It's just that I had all these other things I wanted to, f- to finish and do. <laughs> and I like, when you're retired, you say, well, I can just do that tomorrow. There's always tomorrow for dreams to come true. And, but, you know, tomorrow actually never comes because the stuff piles up faster. I, I, I don't even have a job. And stuff piles up <laughs> faster than I can do it. <laughs> Is that a psychological condition or... Um... No, it's called retirement, Bob. No, but I mean, I, I think I have some serious mental issues, and I was hoping you well, guys we, would help. We knew that. <laughs> well, yeah, really. Yeah. All, all in favor? I think more obvious shit for 200, Alex. <laughs> and well, that was very friends. helpful. Thank you. I knew it You're very welcome, man. Hey, the best friends you have, back. Bob. Can I have my knife back? Thanks. Sure. How does anybody in this modern age that we live in get things done? I don't know. I was hoping you would elucidate on that, you being the senior among the crowd. I, I don't get it. And and I think one of the culprits yeah. is, you know, within a foot and a half of you at all times, which is your smartphone. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because there are so many things to check on constantly. It's a time suck. It kind of is. Uh, it makes it makes the old time suck of uh, two generations ago. <laughs> television, yes, appear to be a healthy hobby like reading and newspaper. Yes, both. The but, ta- the time you spend communicating digitally actually extends the actual action. Just responding to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, have you seen that meme about you know talking about watching TV and what a waste of time that is? I have solution. The mom's solution to that is you just put the TV on mute, put on the closed <laughs> caption, boom, they're reading. <laughs> That's a great idea. Mom That's of the wonderful. year, right there, baby. All right. So, uh, anyway, we're here, and it is uh, the week after Thanksgiving. There are lots of big news stories. I'll give you a clue of a few things we want to talk about tonight. 
and a guest that may be joining us later on in the podcast. Spike O'Neill is here at the uh, from the nipple, as uh, <laughs> as a friend of ours used to say. Nice. Remember who yeah. that was? James Cameron. No. No, uh, who was the nipple man? No, bass player Lynn Sorensen, who was with oh, Spike and the right. Impalers for many right. years. Right. And a lot of musicians would say, let's take that again from the top. And he would go, let's do it from the nipple. <laughs> yeah, start at the fun part. That's right. Which I always I thought was clever. I don't know where he got it. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, all right, here's what we got. Omicron. Yeah. Uh, the stock market. Media's conflict of interest, punishing Africa. Spike is putting all his eggs in one basket. Zip has finally made his booster appointment. Decaf. <laughs> and my son smokes a lot of pot. So, yeah. uh, shall we spin the wheel? Pick pick a topic. Who wants to <laughs> Who wants to I do one of these? Uh, potent potables. Potent potables at Andrew for 200 <laughs> Andrew potable. visits for 200 So he's, uh, and, it, and I, I, it, it doesn't bother me at all, actually. I have really mixed feelings about cannabis, yeah. um, even now that I use some drops to go to sleep. Oh, um, cannabis. But, uh, but I, I could never smoke anything. Uh, Andrew has, um, you know, he's... He's less shy about it because we didn't give him any grief about it. Right. Uh, and I don't care. I mean, seriously, for the last 30 years, Lisa has a glass of wine every night. And I don't right. know, do I pour her the wine? If I go shopping, I find her a nice bottle. Spike, you can relate to this, right? Um, nobody in my house drinks. Okay, but you've... But my house work. goes through my house goes through more weed than a Cheech and Chong. <laughs> okay, that's right. Yeah, man, that's, don't move in on my shit, man. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean, it's all fine for me. I uh, I actually kind of wish I could, in a way. Mm. Um, you can. Uh, you're retired. Give in. Go well, ahead. but uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm also I've, I, I the older I get, the more sensitive I get to it. like like I cut an aspirin in half. I mean. <laughs> Safe Tell me it's not the baby aspirin. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I used to, like, like for breakfast, I used to make eggs, and yeah. I would always get a three-egg omelet. Yeah. And now one egg yeah. is plenty. I have three-egg omelet, just uh, one yolk and two not. Yeah. Uh, the yolk's on you, because I, I, I think the yolk is the best part of the egg, and I, mm. I, I don't trust the science uh, it turns out that eating cholesterol doesn't make your cholesterol go up. In fact, eating eggs is good for you. Yes, but oh. it is 100% fat, and uh, I am trying to whittle the middle before the eight-pound average holiday weight gain. It's people like we you. We have no egg white people? No egg whites here? I, I refuse no to do an egg white, no. <laughs> eggs, are ter eggs are terribly unhealthy. I just stick with Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Frosted Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Much better than eggs. Anyway, well, back to had a mouthful of coffee when you said yeah, that. Back to Andrew's visit. So yes. he, uh, I guess he gets things called pre rolls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, those are powerful. And I don't know because I've I've actually heard from people that that's the shake from the bottom of the bag and it's not as good. No, that's a blunt. I think that he's talking about. Okay. Uh, anyway, so and, and you know he in the evening he goes out on the back deck, smells like a skunk for a little while, and <laughs> he levels him out. Uh, and it's fine. Um, and Andrew, um, you know, Andrew's got his head on straight way better than I did at his age. Uh -huh. 
He's self-motivated. He writes for five, six hours a day. Wow. That's prolific. Perhaps more. Wow. And, uh, and he's just working so hard on his career that, that that's all good. And then, but Lisa, you know, she's she's always, she's never um, looking at the bright side of life, as they used to sing in, in Monty Python. Always look on the bright yeah. side of life. So she's, you know, she's she worries about all of us mm-hmm. all the time. That's what moms do. And, uh, but but anyway, I thought it was great. I mean, it, he was here for seven days. It went by in it like like that. We had some nice talks, um, and off he went back to Seattle. And and it was so strange because, well, Spike, you have a kid in the house. Uh, Zip, you've never had kids in the house, and. <laughs> And Ed, your girlfriend is a kid, so... Ouch! That's how it's going to be. Oh, that was a long putt you dropped there, uh, Tiger. Long putt. Rope-a-dope haymaker. Here <laughs> comes the scabbard. Well, you guys all piled on me without even a thought at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, it is firing back yeah. with both but, barrels. But anyway, when it's back to just the two of us in the house. Jealousy. It's very nice, very nice. But uh, but we we enjoyed our time. We watched the Seahawks, um, and, and you enjoyed that. I did because <laughs> I no longer live there. And let's put wow. it this way: all right, they lost, mm-hmm. but they were they had three miracles in a row, and only one more miracle, and they would have won that game. Yeah, that was that, you know I can't believe they missed an, an onside kick. Because the guy was lined up a foot inside the hash marks near yeah. the kicker. Yeah, I've never cool. even heard that rule before, but that was an illegal formation, nullifying the first onside kick that they had recovered since the NFC Championship game when they got that one against Green Bay That's here right. in Seattle that sent them to their second Super Bowl in a row. And it looked magical when that happened. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal going to be amazing. Yeah. All of a sudden, why is there a flag? What? The guy lined up a foot yeah. out of bounds? What? Yeah. And so That's anybody funny. who didn't see it, basically, the Seahawks are... Uh, the Seahawks are sucking wind uh, this year compared to the every other year with Russell yeah, Wilson terrible. and Pete Carroll. Yeah. Um, and, and what was looking like a dynasty team is, you know, just taking a break. I do believe they'll be back. I do believe Russell will be back. Uh, and I, I don't – any of this talk of, you know, trading and getting rid of Pete Carroll is just dumb. You, you can tell you don't live here anymore. That's for damn sure. Absolutely. This town is, yeah. this well, town if is, Seattle wants to be that stupid, then be that stupid. But no, uh, I, well, you've lived here. You know they will. If given half a chance, Seattle will be that stupid. Come yeah, on, that's yeah, what we do. It's not, uh, um, it's not yeah, the it's, best. They're, they're town selling blue and green pitchforks and torches in this town. Now. That's hilarious, <laughs> man. Yeah. Well, Jesus, that's called being spoiled. So anyway, yeah. that's uh, it is. The, you're you're exactly right, man. You're exactly and then right. I made Andrew sit through a New England Patriots game. And uh, that new quarterback, Mac Jones. I'm telling you. He's looking he's like got, the future he's got Brady. The goods, man. Yeah. He's got the goods. You know what he's got? He's got that confidence and smile that uh, Russell Wilson brought to the Patri- brought to the Seahawks. You know, yeah. even he's when got, things are is. tough, he looks like he can always win. Yep. And uh, Alabama gave him that. Yep. They've won their, I think, seventh in a row. Was it seven or six? Might have been it's six or seven. seven. After a yeah. after a fairly shaky start, yeah. 
He has the combination of confidence and a smile, exactly. which he brings to the gridiron on a weekly basis. That kid could sell Barbasol on TVs with gravity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Ed, I, I do want to check in with your voice work. What are you up to these days? You've been well, doing such high-end stuff. Uh, I signed on to do a play. Um which I, I hope I don't regret, but uh, yeah. Anything Goes will be in uh, February. I'm not supposed to talk about it. It's all that, so um, yeah. I have not I have not done theater in a number of years because the commitment is huge for rehearsals That's right. and That's right. all of that. Last time I had to do wire work, which had me 40 feet in the air yes. on a truss flying. You know. So yeah. you'll be in this play yes. acting as well as yeah. being wanted just for your audio. Yes, and it's not uh, community theater. It's actually paid professional theater in a real venue. And that so off Broadway, but high level. Off, 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 off Broadway. Yeah, right. Way off Broadway. Broadway on the moon. <laughs> like what? Buffalo? How far off Broadway are you going, man? Well, but I mean, yeah. is it's is a it's a tour of a play that is also playing on Broadway or not? No, no. It, no. It's one of those classics that everything goes. Is is a Cole Porter uh, song oh, uh, yeah. infused oh, yeah, classic. Okay. Yeah, massive. And you know, the budget is $300,000 for this damn show and I have to open wow. the thing. So, you know, the, wow, pressure, awesome. the pressure to do that live stuff is not like this. <laughs> it's pretty... What, what's, what size theaters do you guys play? What, what, what kind of house? What's the uh, yeah, theater? I, I, it, it holds, uh, I believe, 550 Nice crowd, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and there, and it'll be how many nights a week? It's going to be, I believe, a grand total of five shows. Oh, only five. Sh okay, got yes. it. Limited it's a big run. commitment, but it's not. You're not doing it for months, right? Okay. What's right. that? Two weeks of rehearsals? Uh, oh, yeah, minimum. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Probably more. That's probably awesome. A lot more. Will you have some clips that you could TikTok us? Uh, probably. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll allow cameras in the venue. Uh, yeah, that would be so did, wrong to allow people to share stuff on social media. <laughs> well, it might make your play bigger. Yeah, really. You might actually promote the damn thing. God help you. <laughs> well, they don't expect to make any money on it, but uh, oh, that's okay. okay. Yeah, well, they won't let anybody talk about it, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> if I put my rug in the yellow pages, I might lose my rug. Someone will buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, it's Here we are it already there. saying I Stuff that could get you in trouble. I, I know. That's, right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's very cool to know. That's very yeah. cool to know. All right, let's start. Let's really start. Um, if I had to sum up the number one media story in one word, everybody vote as to what it would be. Zip. The top media story currently of what, whatever it is. Okramon or whatever. Okramon. Thank you very no, much. No. Okramon. Omicron. Uh, Ed, well, how do you pronounce it? Omicron. 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 Gotta get them all. Omicron. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Spike, would you agree? Um, no. I. You know, uh, maybe it's me, but I'm. I think. Uh, you know, I think abortion's the word of the day. Oh, you're in your they liberal do. channels. Yes. Well, um, you know, I, I got two daughters, Bob, and they're both raised to make bad life choices. You know this. <laughs> Come on. Oh, they they no. options. oh, oh all right. Options. There you go. Yeah. Can we go back My to talking about options. Ed's daughter who he yeah, lives with? Yeah, easy now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, 
fair enough. That's a big issue. That's a hot button issue for you. Um, and, well, I, I t- you know, that's and that's my whole tease today. I told you I was, was going to put all my eggs in one basket. I'm getting in the wire hanger business, buddy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> He's going to end his own life. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to. I know it's just a bad abortion joke. Well, hanger King. I could see you. The Hanger um, King of New Orleans. You could put on a Texas oh, cowboy boy. hat and stand in uh, front actually, of a. Actually, I'm gonna, I am going to start a new business called Ubershin. It's a it's a service that gives women rides to states where they can have illegal abortion. If, if, if I laugh at that, yeah. I'll lose friends. You're not going oh, to laugh. Oh come on, oh, Ubershin. Not... That's a great joke. Come on. Yes, thankfully it's not a real I, business. I don't uh, see okay. Andrew using it anytime soon. <laughs> um, actually, Andrew doesn't care who he pisses off. Oh, that's good. So that's not a bad, maybe you know. But Spike, you could tour with that. <laughs> no worries. Man. Okay. Uh, good point, and uh, and we don't know how this will come out. Um, oh, it's cute. It's high know. drama. Uh, but I uh, call me a skeptic, but I don't think that much is. I think they're going to the changes are going to be on the margins. It's not going to be. Um, first off, anything that would cause total outrage uh usually doesn't happen because it's too it's too disruptive to the stability of our you know you mean like beating up cops with flagpoles and smashing windows at the capitol that kind of outrageous over the top crap that could never happen <laughs> he's got a point that kind of well thing. well but but again that didn't actually work well no it it, it was close it happened but nobody gave a rat's ass exactly and i and, think and, the exact and all same thing this... is going to happen here um We'll see. I, I I don't know how it'll work out, but I I, I doubt that uh, the Supreme Court wants to be that blatantly partisan. I really doubt it. Um, did you listen to the uh, testimony at all yesterday? Being yeah, I did. And I case? actually heard the discussions about how uh, you know everybody's handicapping what the individual justices are signaling by the questions they ask. Yeah, I read all that stuff. But you know what? I when I read it, you know what I see. I see the media conflict of interest. That was one of our topics today, by the way, so I'm just sneaking it in. I see the media's conflict of interest and everyone's conflict of interest these days because in order to get any attention, you have to scare people and dramatize things. And, um, you know, I've, it's... Look, it's a super important issue, but what you what it boils down to is religion versus democracy. And at the end of the day, religion wants to have an influence. But at the end of the day, I think religion's influence is waning, not growing. Now, they may take a step back, and then I think in the long run, it'll proceed forward. You know what I'm saying? Which one, religion or democracy? Uh, well, well, so religion is um, religion has its place, and I consider myself uh, very spiritual, uh, but not very good at church. <laughs> okay, you, you're laughing because does anybody relate to that? Yes, I do. I do absolutely. <laughs> Bob's not in the church now. You, <laughs> he hadn't been in years now. If you, if you agree with me, sing a Hosanna. Thank you. Okay, so so what I'm saying is, um, look, it's ever since uh, social media, uh, the media has discovered that the only way to make money is to keep us in a constant state of freakout. 
Everybody go along with that? I was second the motion. Yeah. Yes. And politicians also, in order to have their base uh, corralled and count upon and their brand, they realize also, and Trump did an excellent job teaching this, he didn't cause this, he taught it, we are in a point in our human evolution, thanks to our um, deputizing of every single person with a pulse as a media yeah. expert, yeah. we are at a point in our evolution now where, in order to be heard above the noise, it has to be an emergency. Why do you think when you turn on the cable news, it says breaking, breaking news. news all breaking fucking news. day? Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. No, that happened yesterday. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Breaking so, wind, for God's sake. Yes. Yeah, so, so again, um, I want to see how things shake out in the long term. I do believe, and if you look at stuff really objectively, I think that uh, progressive causes in my lifetime have advanced so far beyond anyone's expectations. I mean... You know, forget about the back of the bus, forget about separate restrooms, forget about women can't vote, women can't own property, forget about yeah. gay people can't get married, forget about marijuana will send you to prison forever. I mean, I, I could just go on and on. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and yet throughout all of that, there is, you know, it's an emergency that this stuff might happen and it's going to change things, et cetera, et cetera. Like I had someone today say to me, I don't know about these electric cars. <laughs> it was my wife, but I disguised Oops. her voice so that you wouldn't know it was her. Nice job. I never would have known it was your wife until you said it out loud. It was like, I, think it's, I, I don't think they're going to catch on. And I, I was like, honey, they're really catching on. And, yeah. and, and, the, and today, I think it was Exxon or Mobile, I forget which one, announced that they were investing in clean energy, one of the big oil yeah. companies. Yeah, that's been going on for a while. Well, which, now which which, uh, which brand was it that's going to stop making gasoline engines completely? <laughs> well, I'm seriously, was it like was it uh, one of the big ones like Ford? When they stopped making or? radio transmitters uh, yeah. for terrestrial radio stations, you know they won't because it, it'll just decline gradually as it has been. And autos will do uh, ice internal combustion engines. I like how they call them ice. It sounds like a terrorism thing. Uh, those are declining as well. And, um, you know, we're at the point where who hasn't considered what it might be like to have an electric car zip? I'll let you take this one. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Under the bus he goes. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, no, no. Have you considered it? Be honest. What? An electric? Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I, you know, Davis has got one, and I thought it was very cool. Yeah. And you know I the one he has the, is a Chevy Bolt. Right, but I don't think it's super practical in the more rural areas like yours. Tell me why. Well, hmm. not enough uh, whatever juice pumps. Over the uh, yeah, if you squeeze uh, those batteries, you can make a nice cup of orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so so, so now... More, are there more up there? Yeah, the Chevy Bolt now will go about 250 miles on a charge. Uh, you tell me how many days of driving out of a year you go more than 250 miles. Okay. Point well taken. Point well taken. I drove 420 miles today. <laughs> you did? Yes, I did. To Portland and back, right? Yep, yep. And how long did you work? Uh, uh, eight hours. 
Yeah, I mean, how long did you say you worked, not how many hours did you actually try? <laughs> I worked so, about 72 minutes. Yeah, that's right. But, so uh, you could have easily made it down there on one charge, plugged in, and it would have yeah, been ready oh, yeah. when you went. Oh, yeah. Part, you, you know, part of this infrastructure bill that got passed is a massive increase in the number of electric charging stations. Yes. As Although well the, as the, fitting the government vehicles with electric vehicles. Yes. And look, it's it, it's so uh, it's so upon us. I remember the last time I made a prediction like this, it was Spike and Joe, and Joe had just bought this big picture tube cathode ray TV. I was like, <laughs> remember that? <laughs> I was, you remember he this? Still has I it. I do. I was like, that's the last square TV you're ever going to buy. And he was like, no, these are big. These are solid. Built Ford tough. Because I'm going to be buried in this when I stop watching it. Yeah. And so, and that's where we're at with cars. It, it, you know, you'll still buy some ice cars, but, uh, but yeah. Well, G GM, I, was, I, I looked it up while you were talking. GM has said they plan to phase out all gas and diesel burning in models completely by 2035. Because all of theirs yeah. suck. <laughs> Let's see. Where will I be in 2035? <laughs> be like be 78 years old yeah, yeah. Are, aren't you driving a hybrid now that prius isn't that a combination yeah but that's like a toy battery car i mean compared to what's going on now <laughs> yeah all right and um yeah uh, uh, like i'm i'm watching what's happening with the miles the the uh teslas are now going up to like 320 miles uh once they cross that well uh, once you cross the 300 mile because mm -hmm. I was talking to Lisa, she was like, I don't think these electric cars are going to catch on. I was like, when's the last time we drove 300 miles in a day? And it was when we moved out here and I drove across the country. Mm -hmm. And the longest day, I did 600 miles and I was wiped. Now, yeah. Yeah. if you told me I had to stop somewhere and take a half hour break to 80% charge my electric vehicle and have lunch... On that day, it's no big deal. So you're we're there. also retired. Yeah. That I mean, that makes a difference. To, well, I, but if I'm not retired and I'm working every day, I'm never going to drive 300 miles in a day. Right. You see what I'm saying? So okay. it's time, uh, you guys. You know, to be another year or two before. Um, uh, also, in terms of price, the Chevy Bolt, which our friend Rick has. Mm -hmm. They just lowered the price by about five grand. It's thirty-one thousand before incentives. Here are is, the. Is that a, by the way, is that a Volt? No, it's a Bolt. Bolt. What, the, who made the Volt? The, the Volt, Volt was the Chevy earlier also. Chevy. Yeah. It was the earlier yeah. version that was uh, that could go like twenty-five miles on mm -hmm. the batteries, okay. and okay. then the gas yeah. took over, and then the elastic okay. broke. What uh, happens if you jam that thing full of weighted objects like musical gear? You just uh, you just uh, have make a bigger fireball when you crash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I imagine you know. Yes. Uh, well, there's a tow capacity. It, of course, like anything else. Yeah, it's gonna. It's an average. Uh, your mileage yeah, but, yeah, may but they're, vary, they're, but the same they're varies. Full, with, they're, they're making full electric utility trucks now. That can have massive tow capacity. Yes. And are completely electric. But the mileage varies just the same. With a ice vehicle, with an internal combustion engine. If you're towing uh, a boat, you don't get the same mileage. You know, instead of eight miles to the gallon, you get four. 
So, uh, anyways, it's, it's very exciting, and um, they're building the charging stations as fast as possible. Look, there's no one that says this is a fad. No. Almost no one. So, it's, it's very interesting. My son, Keith, just sold his Porsche and bought an electric vehicle. And he bought the Porsche. Oh, did he? I thought he bought the Mustang. Or did he, he just was looking at the Ford Mustang, but mm. he... You know one of the reasons he bought the Porsche? Why? Well, he lives in Malibu, for one. <laughs> well, that's one. But the other reason <laughs> yeah. is it has a simulated engine sound. You're yeah. kidding me. No, no, you can turn no. it on and it'll go... <laughs> just like the old oh. Porsche would. Because <laughs> when we... Wow. <laughs> I know. Okay. When we test drove the Mustang, it was like, I really miss the sound of the engine. And his deaf dad was like, I'd love a car with no engine. That would be great. <laughs> so when he turned on that engine, goes, Brrm, somebody, woman's sound, go, it's so big. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> there are upgrades, aftermarket upgrades. Yes. All right. So, uh, yeah, so the electric cars are, uh, they're coming real fast, and now they're now everybody's got an electric car. Oh, I started to tell you, with the incentives, so... Uh, in the current bill, which will never get through the Senate as is, uh, which is not the infrastructure bill, but the relief bill or whatever it is, um, the proposal is to up the incentive for an electric car from 7500 max to $12,500 wow. max. Yeah. Was that in the second wow. one or was that in the first one? That's the second bill, the, the, okay. one, that's, uh, the one that's going to be, you know, watered, pissed on in the Senate. Um but it won't survive full of full of that. But there will be a larger incentive. The Chevy Bolt is eligible for the f full incentive. Wow! And uh, other states, like in California, it's forty five hundred state tax rebate. In uh, I don't know what Washington is, but in Vermont, it's a four thousand dollar rebate. And in Vermont, your public utility will give you a free supercharger for your wow. garage. In Montana, it's a 12-gauge rebate that's yeah, blown through your back window if you drive off the lot. Of course. So, uh, but, but, so take the $31,000 Chevy Bolt, mm -hmm. subtract, even if they keep it at $7,500, and then a, like a $4,000 state thing, and you've got a $19,000 electric car wow. that gets 150 miles equivalent to a gallon wow. of gasoline. Yeah, that's... That what college, you know, what what generation... Now, game changer, period. By the way, do we run out of kid. generations just like we ran out of hurricane names? Because what do you do after Z? I don't know. Double A. Double A. Just like, just like the battery. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do it at concerts. Sure. So you see what I'm saying? We're about yes. to have a Chevy electric car that costs like 19 grand. I'd buy that. Who's not going to buy that? Right. Oh, they're out there. They're all over the social media. I, I love when people push back on electric cars. Hmm. You're supposed to walk to the gas station, bring back a bucket of electricity. <laughs> yeah. I like when they show like, on this. Here's what the, 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 the batteries in those things. And they show that one huge mine where they mine all the lithium to make car batteries. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that's like that's an equivalent to ruining all the air on the planet. I mean, the solution to the big hole in the ground where they got the lithium is put a freaking fence around the hole. Nobody falls in. As opposed to no one on the earth being able to breathe. Not really an equivalent. 
You're really a very gentle liberal, I must say. <laughs> I've learned <laughs> yes. that if I'm going to have arguments with dirtbag rednecks, I need to have a tougher game. That's Ooh. right. You need to become yeah. just like them. That's my yeah. point. Uh, but with a brain. See, that's why I can get it. <laughs> Allegedly. Okay. Uh, let's move on. So, so. Uh, no, let's not. I like this. Good spirit of discussion. So, all right. Uh, I gave I gave you that uh, we we veered to abortion instead of the real number one uh, story in the world. By the way, I should have said in the world because in the world you know, we're so stuck up on America, one of the most embarrassing company uh, countries in the world. Company was pretty close to the truth too. <laughs> it's a company, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's run by companies. It's run yes. by tech companies, Sad and uh, it's run by military. Uh, industrial thought it was run complex. by oil companies. Well, it's no, run no, by it's oil run companies. By pharmaceutical companies. And no. it's run by big, big uh, pharma. So yeah. uh, that, that's who really runs this country. And three branches of government: military, petroleum, <laughs> and pharmaceutical. <laughs> <laughs> that's a right. good that's a good parody actually that's i a, love that that's good uh, so uh so anyway the number one global story of concern right now which is being completely misrepresented is omicron now uh on the first day it came out zip and i were doing a show and i did a pronunciation guide online because i didn't know how to say it and there's two correct pronunciations the British pronunciation is Omicron, and the Americanized pronunciation is Omicron. However, what did you call it, Zip? <laughs> I have no idea. What an pronunciation? Chromagnum? Biden called it Omnicron. Uh, I actually heard Trevor Noah on the, on the Daily Show. Boy, he's been sucking lately. Yeah, and, and I thought he was good at one point, but mm, yeah, he's phoning it in. I think he's getting, never get, a fan. Getting out of there in 2022 is my prediction. Anyway, he's calling it Omicron. Uh, Biden called it Omicron, um, so no one's even pronouncing it right. But if that were the worst sin, that would be one thing. Yeah. Can anybody guess what they're getting completely wrong about? Omicron. Zip, I'll go with you first so you can get it out of the way. Oh, yeah. Whatever so else you were doing. Go back to sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, as far as the efficacy of the vaccines, is that what you're referring to? <clears throat> what is the media getting wrong about Omicron? How are they communicating poorly? Any idea? I know it. All right. I'll let you go last then. <laughs> go, go, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no. Ed, take your shot. No, what is your impression? Like, and by uh, the way, there's no wrong answer to this because all the answers are wrong, but keep going. I, I do, well, I did hear somebody, yeah, it was Biden. Didn't he say uh, it's concern, not panic, or something? Like that, he said right? it was concern, not panic, which is uh, actually, at the time it was considered to be just politics that he was saying that. That's actually a good. It's true. A good phrase, yeah. but he's just a straw man for everyone to shoot at. So, uh, I, you know, I actually agree with that assessment. But what is the media doing? They're, Remember, they're, see, see back to what we were talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah. They're, in terms of the media's conflict of interest, trumpeting I, it to yeah. the hills is what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. How does the media make money? Trumpeting it to the hills by giving you boring spots. facts. Yes. No. 
by telling you we don't know yet, we should wait until we have all the information. The quintessential bleed and lead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guys, I mean, it's kind of like a virus that we don't know how deadly it is yet or how fast it spreads yet. So how is that hyperbole? Because they're jumping a gun. So would you rather just bury it behind the, you know, Kardashian Pete Davidson romance (laughs) and then get to the very... No, but it's it's, it's, a fair question. After the fold? It hasn't even reached the cusp of... I I will answer that. It's a fair question. Very fair question, Spike. So, no, the proper way, of course, for journalists to handle this is to say, here's what we know. Here's what we don't know. Here are the pros and cons of how it could go. But you do that in that order. They just jump right to pros and cons and do their best to alarm you because when they create drama, they print money. They do. And politicians, same conflict of interest. If they don't create drama, they don't win any political points. So to illustrate this, I had a dentist appointment today, Uh, just a regular teeth cleaning. I got a good report card, by the way. Uh, my good. dentist is a, a sweet uh, uh, Indian woman um, who we've been seeing for years now. And she's, you flossed good. You're taking good care of your teeth. Everything is great. And she makes small talk. She, like, knows our family. How's the maple syrup? And, and she says, How, uh, uh, I'm worried about this, you know, virus thing. And I, I said, oh, Omicron? She says, yes. And here's what she said. I hear it's more deadly. She's misinformed. But here's the thing. She's a scientist, okay? Mm-hmm. It's and not she's that she's duped. misinformed. Yeah. It's that she has time just to catch the headlines. The snippets, yeah. She, which, which, by the way, you know, I'm retired and I can sit here and obsessive-compulsive on this stuff all day. Uh, most of you don't have the time. If, if you, uh, what's the expression in journalism? Burying the lead? Yeah. Yes. If you bury the lead, it means what you didn't bury is assumed to be the truth. So the lead is we don't know yet, and the information could actually be wonderful. Have you heard that? No. What instead you're getting is stock market crashing. Yeah. yeah. Hospitals preparing for overflow. We need more ICUs. You know, it's basically like if Scotty, the engineer, uh, were down in in the dilithium. <laughs> the dilithium crystals are burned by crisscraft and it's, up, it's spreading through the system. It's going through the vents. It's yeah. coming up through Sulu's pants. It's everywhere. You know. Sorry, Billy Billy Corgan as I need you to Scotty, I need you to put the lasers on uh, on on kill and and get rid of that Omicron. Can you do that for me, Scotty? Something the phasers to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Sorry. So it's all right. It's a podcast. We try not to do that too much. I know. Not occasionally not. Try to do it in a foreign language. Hey, I had Jody on a few weeks back. I said it's okay if the occasional expletive slips out. Mm -hmm. She was like, fuck yeah. I went totally mine. Yeah. That's the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard, sir. <laughs> That's good. That's, That's good. ballsy of you, Spike. That's like going to Liverpool and trying to do a Beatles impression. <laughs> Ed is a true Scot. 
<laughs> but you don't do Scotty, do you, Ed? Yes, I do. Oh, you did. Well, he yeah. just did, dude. That was awesome. <laughs> I thought that was just Ed doing his dad. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. at full on speed now, son. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, I got to give it to you. Uh, Not but bad we, for an yeah. amateur, after all. Okay. So uh, so here's, the, here's what I know about what I don't know about Omicron. Here in South Africa says some scientist in South Africa. We, <laughs> South Africa. <laughs> no, and there's two of them, actually, and I saw uh, some interviews with both of them that were totally different from what the media is portraying. They basically sequenced this because they're more advanced than us yeah. in yeah. America. Yeah. yeah, genomic sequencing. Their, their health is better than ours, and we pay more for health care than anyone right. in the world. And uh, so they sequence a lot. They discovered this. A variant, and what they discovered about it is uh, the main headline, which I'll stick with because I don't want to misquote some of the other stuff, is there are 30 uh, variations, 30 mutations in the proteins, which is the business end. Well, by business end, that's the part of the virus that attaches to your cells and infects you. So, uh, And there were 10 mutations in our Delta Variant, just to give you a, a relative right. idea, and uh, and and so what freaks them out about that is not that oh my god the sky is falling. What freaks them out about that is uh oh we don't know what that means yet. And uh, and so what does the Western world do to South Africa, who's literally doing our job for us? Yeah, we're supposed to be watching this stuff. We like blacklist them and shut down air travel yeah well one case did show up from in california that was the lead that bleeded yeah. yes today yeah, yeah. Right. Yes. it's it's already reached our shores that's yeah that's newsworthy right uh oh it's certainly newsworthy uh if you're a stuck-up country that only cares about yourself <laughs> as in yes it's newsworthy um but uh but here's what you didn't hear about omicron because you would have to talk to scientists. Viruses, especially coronaviruses like the common cold, as they mutate, they tend to get weaker, weaker and less deadly. Mm. So the fact that this, oh, oh those other two um, uh, epidemiologists or doctors or whoever in, in South uh, Africa said so far all of their cases are mild, especially amongst the vaccinated. And I don't know if this has changed since I read this a few days ago, that no one had died. Uh, it's probably changed by now. But basically, the lead on this is so far, and there's not, it's not been studied, this is just what they call anecdotal. Yes. So far, it's weaker. No news is good news, yeah. Where would you find that in American it's, media? It, nobody said, this is beta once again. Remember beta? No. <laughs> nobody does. No. Uh, remember Lambda? That was another one they were worried yes. about. Yeah, and, well, that's right. Uh, this Omicron or, or Omicron or uh, Omarosa. Oma Omarosa. or Oma. Either so one. we know it's dead. Potato, potatocron. Omarosa. <laughs> The Omarosa variant. There you go. Yeah. It shows up where you don't want it. It's unqualified. 
It speaks talks from a too much. Of false authority. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, anyway, I'm listening to the scientist I follow, who's an epidemiologist, uh, educator in Britain, Dr. John Campbell. You can look him up on YouTube. I think he has 1.2 million subscribers right now. He's considered the kind of expert that, um, you know, that experts watch. Um, he he did a podcast yesterday called Omicron Good News. Hmm. And I was actually driving to the Apple store to get my uh, new phone ordered and my Apple Watch, and I stopped in the parking lot to listen to it. And what he said was stuff I've already read before that I've told you. He said... When Delta took over, Delta crowded out every other possible variant because right. it was so transmissible mm-hmm. that in a way it did us a favor because yeah. you're not going to have other variants. You're not going to have other mutations if one uh, virus is hogging up all the stupid people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Unvaccinated. <laughs> Unvaccinated. Unvaccinated, Unvaccinated yeah. I meant to yeah. say. <laughs> hate when I do that. I don't. Really yeah, that was your that inside I, voice. You know that, right? I know. Uh, and that's a trick, by the way, to be in a, <laughs> as Spike knows this one, he only speaks with his inside voice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so anyway, um, what, he, what he said about Omicron is, we don't know yet. We only know that so far, cases appear milder. Cases also appear more in, surprisingly, men 40 and under. And uh, we don't know yet. We can only look at the mutation and guess what it's likely to mean. Right. And and he said it's possible that it's not even as transmissible as Delta. And if that's the case, well, Delta would crowd it out. But he said still, because Delta has you know wreaked its havoc, he expects that Omicron will become the planetary planetary virus, the planetary mutation that takes over. And he said, there's a huge upside potential to this. Because if all those mutations make it less deadly, and it whips through the population, it's giving us immunity without killing us. It's also killing my career, Bob. Dr. Fauci. I need to be on CNN, MSNBC, and anybody else that will put me on. I have a career, and you're ruining it. Now that's, you know how the good Spock and the evil Spock in that Star Trek episode? Right. That's the evil Fauci. There's the benevolent Fauci and the media whore Fauci. (laughs) There's a bunch of them, actually. Spock, kiss my ass. But uh, I wash it first, doctor. And, it's all about health. And I'm not all partisan. Right. I, I've criticized Fauci for some terrible communications uh, over the last uh, six months or so. But I actually think the way Fauci's handled this has been pretty good. He's been basically, he's not buried the lead. He said, we don't know yet. We won't know for a couple of weeks. Uh, he hasn't said it could be good. That's the part <laughs> that's just not interesting to American newsrooms. Yeah. Uh, but what Dr. John Campbell said is, it could be good. Imagine, and, and by the way, the other thing he said is coronaviruses, the common cold, which circulate constantly and mutate constantly, don't make you that sick. And he said, mutations on this virus, the faster they mutate 
gravitate towards being a common cold. The better. The better it is for all of us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm listening Larry, to this, and I'm forwarding Larry's, it to people, and, and I'm going like, this is no, it is known right now that this is a possibility. We don't know. We won't know for a couple of weeks which direction it goes in. But in terms of, you know, your eight-day forecast where your next pandemic is always in view, <laughs> the long-range... <laughs> The long-range computer models say this might be good. Yes. But guess what? 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 We don't Talk know. Talk about conflict of interest. That doesn't sell soap. If you, let's say you're a high-tech company in the stock market, and everyone starts to run around screaming and the stocks go down. Do you know what that's called? That's called stocks are on sale. <laughs> that's called a Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Wicked Wednesday. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, I mean, I mean, the big players in the stock market love freaking people out because that's a way to manipulate money and to just rebuy it when it goes low. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many people made so much money on COVID already. The stock yep. market went down by almost half and then shot back up and surpassed where it was. Right. So there's a conflict of interest here. Here, us as people living in this media world, in this America, you hear my dis- disdain I said America with? Seriously, I'm ashamed of our country you right now. I'm ashamed you. that we aren't loving each other better. I'm ashamed of myself that I called anti-vaxxers stupid. I really don't mean that. I mean, and all you Americans are just I mean, dumb if we anyway. could just sit down, if I could ride a bicycle to your house on Saturday morning and show you the good book about science. The Watchtower. Maybe help you do some yard work. table and have some milk and cookies. And I'll tell you how. I defense. And here we are punishing Africa. We're punishing the country that's actually got great health care. I'm not telling you guys good news anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Good information. So, okay. Omicron. So, I don't know, but the lead that's being buried is that it is potentially great news for humanity. Potentially. Potentially. Is it also potentially horrible news? Yes. yes, but the odds yes, of it being horrible scientifically, you know. Here's it, next it, on breaking news. It, de- it depends. <laughs> it depends what your definition of horrible is, too, yes. to quote Bill Clinton. Yes. Depends I mean, on horrible what is, means, is. If horrible means super transmissible and everybody's going to get it in the next three weeks, fine. Uh, but I think what we care about is severe illness and death. Right. Uh, what I care about is my junk falling off, Bob. If you tell me it's going to make my junk <laughs> right. fall off, that's terrible news. That Peroni's thing is really starting to piss me off. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it pisses me off because it aims right back up at my shirt. <laughs> oh, Bill, oh, you might not want to make those jokes this week when the Ghislaine Maxwell trial is going yeah. on. Yes, it is. You keep oh, getting Lord, pictured. I got a flight to catch. Never mind. <laughs> He's keep on the plane. Keep getting pictured with uh, Donald Trump and Prince Andrew, you three, yeah. you three mouseketeers. Creeps. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, and Prince Andrew going to a bar in a <laughs> private restaurant on a private island. Got there by a private plane. Now that's funny. Okay. 
Let's wrap this up before it gets don't really you ready. Don't you have any fresher than this? What, 17? Find something fresher. Come on. All right. Uh, before we bring, and we're going to bring back a guest, uh, a friend of the show named Donovan Burkhart, who's, a, who's the pilot, who he and his wife were, uh, they had to ditch their plane. They crashed into, uh, well, it's not the Puget Sound, the... Uh, I guess, no, you call it, uh, was it straight Awanda Fuca? Anyway, he'll remind me exactly what body of water it was off of Blakely Island and uh, told that riveting story of their yeah. uh, swimming to freedom. Uh, and I've invited him back for just a, a post, you know, the NTSB report usually comes out a year later. It's been almost, <laughs> it's not that long, but I, I would like to hear what happened and also what he has on his mind. We'll get to him in a few minutes. In the meantime... Spike gave us this. He's putting all his eggs in one basket. That was just a punchline of you were going to make coat hangers, right? right? Because I'm, I'm of getting the... in the coat hanger business, Bob. <laughs> that was it. Wire hangers for me, buddy. I took That's all the Completely, literally. Um, Can, may I ask you, though, um, uh, if you could invest in this crazy world, and I'll ask everybody, where would you, what do you think the next Facebook, Google, Tesla, where do you think the big money's going to be made? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to even bring in Donovan in case he has an answer for that. H- hang on a second. Donovan, are you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, you sound nice and clear, too. All right. Uh, I just so- want to say that I'm all about this electric car thing because it's going to re- rejuvenate the coal-fired generation. Uh, it's, uh, explain. What do you mean? The coal-fired generation? It's going to rejuvenate coal-fired electric electricity generation. Oh, 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 I hear what you got. Everybody yeah. thinks electricity is magic, comes out of the air. Yeah, Wind no. me- windmills, uh, unicorns right. on... Donovan, <laughs> I, I appreciate you uh, being the straw man conservative for us on this argument. We'll come to you on that. That's a good one, actually, because uh, that's part of the argument I have with my uh, right-wing friends in Maryland. Uh, what would you invest your money in, Donovan? I'll, I'll give you the first crack at it. Well, <clears throat> that's why I came with this. Nuclear Coal. power. Nuclear power. Smart one. Good one. Spike, what would you invest? Um, telecommunication. Uh, buy, buy Zoom at whatever it's priced at. <laughs> okay, those already had their huge jumps? I'm talking about oh, no, something... No. Something no, no, no. that's going to jump massively in the future. Yeah, that's when people when people didn't buy Amazon at 170 because they missed the boat. Now it's okay. So you still think? Uh, uh, I, yeah, uh, I do. Tech still has a huge pony to ride a long ways. Yep. I, well, I think I think that the the revelation of the last 20 months that we can work under a new dynamic. We can have a new. We can work remotely. We can. We don't have to commute. We don't have to be in face to face. Yes. To do business. I think that is just, that's a new frontier. Okay. No, Uh, a new frontier is space. You don't understand, Spike. (laughs) You make a penis rocket. You charge each and every individual 20 million to get on board, which is jump change to most of those people who jump on board the penis. Ed, Ed, do you agree with Captain Kirk on on that? You would invest in the, in Amazon then, right? The Uh, SpaceX program? All I know is he's he's ninety and he's got multi multi millions and millions of dollars. So I have by the to way, be with the good captain. By the way, Penis Rocket was the code name for Epstein's plane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Zip. What would you invest in? Some type of battery storage technology. Batteries. Good one. I love yes, that one. Yeah. yeah. That's a, a smart like flashlight. One. 
Um, <laughs> all right, I'll give you mine. Thanks for getting that. that was so I'll weird. give you mine. You have the floor. Robotics and anything that makes people's jobs obsolete. <laughs> oh, that's grim. So you're saying by, you're you're saying by Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> by, by Amazon. Well, they're yes. into they're into. I, I wouldn't invest in Amazon specifically uh, because, by the way, there could always be competitors. Uh, there usually ends up being a Coke and a Pepsi. Right. And Amazon right now doesn't have a challenger. I don't know if that'll last forever. Please don't say challenger. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, simple. You already got home safely, Kirk. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's say hi to Donovan Burkhart. Donovan, hello. Hello. Good evening. How are y'all? It's an AA meeting. You're all supposed to say hi, Donovan. When we last spoke on the podcast, you had one of the most gripping episodes we've ever had. Uh, your plane. What was the... Uh, what was the tail number of your plane again 2030 x-ray. 2030 x-ray and at the time uh, we didn't know why it why it stopped flying but you went into the drink what's that body of water off Blakely called the drink the drink. <laughs> Thank you. You set them up. Okay. You've got the hang of it. I appreciate that. Yes. When in doubt, say the stupidest thing you just heard someone else say. Oh, no, no. Um, if Zip was saying it, it would be called the Salish Sea. Oh, well, the Salish Sea. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so did the NTSB ever do their report? Um, I haven't actually gone out and looked for it at that time. I did meet. I have had to meet with very nice people. Um, Gaddy from the FAA came over for coffee one morning, and the NTSB called me one day and said, "Somebody's taking your airplane out of the water. What are you doing?" Yeah, and um, all of this stuff. But um, I haven't read a final report to answer the question. Okay. And it's and it can take up to a year, as I recall. So. It can. I don't think. I, I think mine. Uh, my situation was really of not that much yeah. interest to him because nobody died. Yeah, and you not no, being no JFK Kennedys. No Kennedys Jr. were aboard. Yes, sorry, Spike well and I were both going for that. Easy well done, fish. buddy. I, I, I resent that, Spike. <laughs> I believe you got you got the ring, Bob. Keep going. No, no problem. Yeah. So, in other words, if someone had passed away, it's it's a it's a it's a bigger uh, deal. Bigger investigation. And uh, who took the plane out? Salvagers. Um, well, there's a whole story to that, but in short, a guy on Blakely um, decided that he was going to organize it and do that, and so he pulled it out, and that's when all sorts of interesting stuff hit the fan. Um, he wasn't authorized. Uh, he, yeah, um, but there's this whole maritime salvage stuff that comes into it, and so oh. the question is, who owns Was that? he looking for doubloons in the back of your plane? <laughs> Snuff films and water plate kilos of cocaine. No, he's looking for doubloons. Doubloons. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. He was looking for spare parts for a Cessna 182. Oh, okay. That could be, yeah, that's a thing. So was he basically salvaging it? He wanted to salvage it and did. He's the one that brought it up. It came up three days after it went in. Okay. And was uh, a week after I'd gone in, um, I was walking around a boatyard in Anacortes uh, looking at the plane sitting on the ground there. Wow. What was that mm. like for you? 
that was a little weird. Yeah. But uh, you know, you couldn't you're, blame it look, on Colton Harris more like I could. So you, no, you 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 <laughs> you had a good good uh, scapegoat. I had a good crash. Yeah, I didn't have to. Be I don't. In it. I don't have a scapegoat, and that's the short story, short yeah. answer to your thing is that no cause was determined. Right, and we'll never know. It was an older plane, and uh, you know, maybe it retired early. Some. <laughs> It, it, it retired you. too early for me. It wasn't you. You weren't out of gas, right? You're sure of that. I was not out of gas. There are a couple of conditions that they can't test for after the fact. One being carburetor ice. Right. Another one being something that got in the way of the gasoline. They tested the things they could. They can't test for spark after the uh, um, magnetos Magneto. go underwater. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so nothing those, obvious. So. Not, they they checked what they could and that all worked. So and so you got right sh- back on the horsepower and <laughs> bought yourself a new plane and a and a nice plane too. Well, um, you know, I did want to mention and just give a little shout out to the Washington Pilots Association, Jerry Jerry Barkley, who contacted okay. you, and you passed him on to me, and they uh, had me come and speak to them at a dinner they held here about. It crashed. It seems that uh, all you need for your 15 minutes of fame is to ruin about $100,000 worth of equipment. <laughs> yeah, is that all? <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah, well, everybody well. wants to talk to you then. Yeah. It's yeah. just like AA. They wanted to talk to a survivor. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, and, uh, and you yeah. had fun. Yeah, and that was really nice. And, uh, you know, they bought me dinner, and I tried, you know, pilots. If you get a pilot to buy you a dinner, you better go wow. buy a lotto ticket. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I do recall, by the way, you're, you sound great now, uh, but uh, I do recall that you, you were a little, uh, I would say, down on yourself. Well, yeah. I try not to go there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, what the, it's, it's a question with no answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to let it go. That's Question right. with no answer. Right. But one here's here's a cute little story you might enjoy, y'all. And that is that uh, I don't know two two and a half weeks. Uh, recall that we got helicoptered out of there. So about three weeks later, in the mail comes this little envelope from Mister Helicopter Company, and I open it up, and it is twenty six thousand dollars. Oh, the bill. Yeah. For helicoptering you to, I guess, to the mainland yeah. to go to the hospital, right? Helicopter us from the island to the hospital. But you didn't really and, need a helicopter ride. Did you just needed a warm bath, right? Well, you don't know that at the time, of course. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I looked at Cindy and I said, Cindy, look, they charged us 26000 bucks for this helicopter. The next day, another envelope comes in the mail Uh-oh. for $26,000 for the other helicopter. Oh boy! What? What? What do you mean, other helicopter? Well, there was two helicopters, one for each of us. Oh, oh your shit! Come on! No, they only carry one. Lucrative, lucrative business. That's where my money's going. Healthcare, now. healthcare, folks. <laughs> healthcare. <laughs> healthcare. Yeah. In South Africa, they would have shoved twenty people on one helicopter. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I mean, it's set so, up great. W- Oh, were you out for that, or is this your insurance? Does anybody no, cover that? No. Um, your insurance can cover it, but uh, out in the islands, and this is pretty common a lot of places, 
there's a separate side insurance arrangement you can purchase from people, which uh, is a, I've heard of this. emergency right. air care surgery if you happen to use the emergency sure. air care thing. It's like triple A for rich people who live on island. <laughs> <laughs> triple oh. platinum A. Yeah. <laughs> and so yes, I called my triple A advisor and that twenty six thousand dollars disappeared. And did nice. so did the other twenty six. Oh, so you oh. do subscribe to that insurance? Uh, yes. Oh. oh yes. You don't live on a, a non ferry served remote island and don't have that insurance right, if right. you have half yeah. a brain. Yeah, because yeah. if you have a heart attack, um it's a long paddle. Oh, well my <laughs> yeah. my daughter broke her arm when she was three years old and okay. same thing. It you know, when they call that helicopter, right. that is not something you can afford in the next three years of working. Right. So, um, all right. So I, I want to br- get back to how you became a, a, a right winger on, uh, on electric cars. <laughs> but, but to wrap up the airplane thing, the, um, the new plane, I saw pictures of it. It's sparkly, wonderful, and relatively new. Uh, your old plane was, a, if I recall correctly... Uh, November 2030 X-ray was a 1966 Skylane 182, 65, right? but close 65, enough. Of close. Yeah, so it was six, essentially 60 years old when it met its demise. Right. But so here's the sail- sailor side, right? Did they call it when it jumped <laughs> down the sailor side? Yeah. Sailor side. Um, and here's the funny thing. When I started flying that airplane, it was only 20 years old. Wow. And then I, you know, somehow, I don't know how, it became 60 years old, even though I hadn't changed. You haven't changed. Remind me not to buy a used car from you, by the way, Donald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, not sure I follow, but, um, so, I all I really did was wind the clock back and say I bought another 20-year-old airplane. Oh, so you bought a, like, a 2000 airplane. Uh, yeah, 2002. Wow still it's got to be nice now any butterflies about flying or nah not in the least not in the least yeah not for me i i yeah, think cindy has cindy has yeah <laughs> she has a different answer yeah, no doubt does she like just initially or even now she's still a little tentative oh initially and and part of her nervousness was when i'd be in the air with the new plane Pushing buttons and going, oh, I wonder what this one does. <laughs> that, that made her nervous. You created yeah. a little extra drama there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, this is fuel injected, though, so you couldn't possibly have carburetorized in this That's one. That's right? correct. One yeah. problem cannot happen on this one. Oh, Instead, it just doesn't fail. start when it's hot. <laughs> yes. That's good. No, that is good. So, Because uh, I remember the whole carburetorized thing when I was taking lessons in um, that 172 that, you know, your engine can sort of start to quit. And I don't even remember now how you get rid of carburetor ice. I don't even, uh, it's um, about how you... carburetor heat. Carburetor heat. Okay. That's... <laughs> that was... Who knew? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that yeah. you, you have to pull on every, uh, you know, five minutes when you're flying in icing conditions right but how it wasn't cold enough for carburetor ice was it no it, it wasn't i think carburetor ice is kind of a stretch myself okay 
But you can have clear air carburetor ice at very high temperatures. It's not unheard of. Okay. It's just not common. All right. So you're back in the air. You're flying to the private island again, and uh, life is good. Renewing um, my insurance payments, yes. Perfect. Now, um, smart. what you said about electricity I think is worth pointing out uh, because uh, when Elisa and I you know, had our condo in Hawaii, something else we got rid of in retirement, um, I was shocked to learn that all of the electricity in Hawaii is made by burning diesel fuel, which has Come to be on. barged to Hawaii. Oh, and Hawaii had some of the most expensive electricity. It may be the most expensive in the country. Um, a lot of people don't know that uh, the sun does a great job of making electricity, but apparently it's only good during the day. <laughs> oh, God. Well, not only that, you you have a density issue at some point in time. Uh, it's probably too boring. Which Bob to just displayed, about. right? Yeah, <laughs> I did. <laughs> Your density so, mascot. So, <laughs> so so far, re renewables like sun and wind, yes, um, they're wonderful, but they're not persistent, and they don't have the uh, density that we need in our. Does country, that make right, you opposed to electric cars, or just wanting to point out that we have more work to do? No, it's just humorous to me that people, the people, those people, that people say, I got an electric car, I've st I'm saving the planet. And I'm going, yeah, because I had to put more coal in the generation thing over there. <laughs> um, thanks for saving the planet. Um, I guess I'm going to say we're, we're going to have to embrace nuclear power. And if that makes me a conservative, I'm s surprised because I just no. thought that made me logical. Yeah, me but, too. Uh, I love nuclear power. Yeah. You know. There's 25% of our nation is, is being powered by 104 nuclear reactors right now. Yeah. Right, right. It would be so easy to make that everything. And, and, and we're not going to have any more Three Mile Islands. We're not going to okay. have any more of that. What was the other one? Um, Fukushima. Fukushima. <laughs> no, but the one in the U.S., what was that called? Uh, Love Canal. Three Love Mile Canal, Island. Oh, yes. three mile By the way, who thought of calling it the Love Canal? That sounds like a porn <laughs> channel. I don't. By the uh, way, that is also the code name for Jeffrey Epstein's plane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, think, I think the only one that exceeds <laughs> that is they named a sewage statement around a station around here, Brightwater. Right. It's, called right. it's called marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so um, if I understand electricity a little bit, um, basically you have a grid and you have to keep it charged. And during the daytime when there's lots of solar happening, it, it takes away from the need to burn coal or diesel. It doesn't eliminate it. And if you have hydroelectric, of course, that can be good 24-7. Right. But the, the challenge is to simply keep the grid charged at all times. And yes, at night, uh, solar isn't really doing you that much good. But since electric cars are so much more efficient than digging up dinosaur juice <laughs> and pumping it, uh, you know, at, at basically fossil fuels are, are, are they? Uh, expensive and uh, not renewable, um, that, you know, you are helping. To, I, I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the uh, the lib on this. Are one. they? You are helping to um, you are, are helping to save the planet, albeit incrementally the same way the per person who bought the first 
flat screen TV for thirty thousand dollars was helping us watch football games for nine ninety nine on a big sixty five incher eventually. <laughs> because what well, we do is we um, we have progress. We create new inventions. We become more efficient. Uh, for example, with electric cars, everyone's knocking on the batteries. Well, we're finding ways now to recycle those batteries. We're finding ways to um, to make all of this better than shooting smoke into the sky. I mean, you you bring up a good point, Donovan, but you know, uh, I'm not gunning. Would you at rather the breathe renewables. behind I'm, a? Would you rather? Let me put it this way: If you had to lock yourself in your garage or your airplane hangar. And uh, just run your, turn your electric car on, <laughs> <laughs> or turn your Ford Thunderbird on. Which one would you rather be locked in there with? I'm not gunning for the renewables. The renewables are great. Okay. I'm gunning for the non-renewables. I want to take the uh, exhaust system off of that diesel-fired plant and turn it into steam off a nuclear plant. All right, you're right. Because I can breathe steam. Mm-hmm. We made that point just clearly a moment ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you all right? So you're still a liberal? That's good. I was. Uh, every once in a while, I see people crossing over to the dark side. Yeah, you can borrow one from column A, one from well, column but, B. But yeah, here's the thing: that's why I don't pick a side because yeah. I think both sides are full of it. Not, yeah, uh, there are there are really important things that should be done that aren't partisan. Uh, nuclear power should be a no-brainer for everybody. Be. You just got to screen all employees and um, and get out the uh, Homer Simpson facts. Yeah, do, don't, don't, don't let don't let it be run by Russian. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, of course. I we have my resume. I spent eight years in Chernobyl. <laughs> yes. What? Uh, so what? What caused Fukushima? Wasn't that an earthquake? Yeah, that was that was a um, tidal wave. But, but an earthquake uh, caused a tsunami that correct the is that right okay right. that's correct yeah. and yeah. the plant's design is such that if they lose electric power uh, you're screwed um, there are uh, I, I don't want to you won't let me belabor the point but there are some really exciting new designs of plants taking all of this into effect and uh, making sure that they can run without electricity and and idiot proof, uh, in other words. Yeah, yeah but, there's a lot of technology that's been going into idiot proofing these things, mm -hmm. and also making them smaller. That's good because robots are replacing Homer Simpson, so he is going to need a job watching <laughs> lights blink somewhere. <laughs> Somebody had well, to sit at the yeah, desk. But innovation, innovation also does. You're right, Donovan. They they are making better, tighter, stronger, safer nuclear power. But they're also making better solar panels that are more effective in collecting energy and storing energy. Absolutely. They're making, be they're making better hydroelectric. They, someday, f Hawaii will be powered by tidal um, generation, tidal yeah. water, you know, it's all the power they need. They won't have to burn any more diesel yeah. in Hawaii. It, it, all of this is true. It's a timing issue. Yeah. We, yeah. we need nuclear power until what you well, say it's, it's becomes prevalent. That's right. Yeah. right. So we can all just hold our breath for 30 more years. We'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, and now, Spike, you just brought up something really interesting that I think human beings are really bad at because we're animals with uh, instincts and DNA and tribal uh, proclivities. Uh, but, uh, you know, if we only care about us now, 
in the in our lifespan, and maybe a tiny bit about our kids, uh, then we, you know we deserve to be extinct because uh, you know keeping humanity alive, as we've just seen from this pandemic, is there's no guarantees. I mean, we um, you know we screw up everything we do, and then we try to fix it and make it better and evolve, but our actual DNA, our actual, from generation to generation, the new children born, one child born, in this world to carry on. Um, carry on, carry on. Yeah, uh, they all start with a freshly minted brain with the same operating system that Fred Flintstone had 100,000 <laughs> years ago. And so uh, we, you know, we will solve all this. I mean, it's amazing what human beings can do collectively mm. for profit uh, and then it's amazing how stupid we can be with our conflict of interest only caring about profit uh, and, and allow things to go badly. So I have no doubt. I mean, I'm kind of I'm excited to have lived in this time. Can imagine living in a time when there was no smartphone. I just imagine can't. there's no smartphone. Is if you try. I just had my two-year-old at the house, and the two-year-old was doing swiping, pinching gestures on an iPhone. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Fred Flintstone's brain didn't get born with no. that. No, <laughs> no kidding. Um, and, and that brings us to the last topic that I had for today, um, which I don't know if anybody knows anything about this. I certainly didn't until really just a few days ago, and that is TikTok. And I'm not talking about the sound effect at the beginning of every 60 minutes. I enjoy that show. Um, I'm talking, of course, about that social media platform that was controversial for a while back. and China. 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 And is, is, is turned into such a monster. Yeah. And I always hate it when something's monstrous and I have no interest in it and don't understand it. And TikTok qualified until three days ago. I got a text from Dennis Amiro, who's one of the original uh, writers and performers on the first Twisted Christmas album. In 1986, we recorded that album. So that's 35 years old. And Dennis texts me and goes, we're exploding on TikTok. And I went, what? (laughs) <laughs> the last time I heard that phrase, it was some guy, uh, was he hanging off a vehicle with a skateboard and some Fleetwood Mac song was playing? Yeah, you know, Right, yeah. Drink, drinking the cranberry juice. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And I'm like, you know, and when you see something like that on the news, it's like, really? People who don't have better things to do with their lives? Uh, but then when they call and tell you it's you, what's me? Up? You know, so. What, what song? He sent me this link. And it was uh, a twisted tune called The Restroom Door Said Gentleman. Are you familiar with that, the you guys? The restroom door, door said, said gentleman, and so I went inside. Mm-hmm. All right, you got it. And it's uh, someone has switched the sign. And it was cute back then. We recorded it in about three minutes at my house. Um, and I never really now thought we, much about it. Now we can make it about transgender bathrooms. <laughs> repackaging by the way i saw a great bathroom sign the other day at a local restaurant it used to say men's and then women's over at the other bathroom and they replaced both signs 
with a sign that says, whatever, just please wash your hands. Just wash your damn hands. I <laughs> love it, man. Have you seen that one? <laughs> no, but no, that's it's awesome. That's great. So, uh, so anyway, I went on TikTok and I clicked on this link. And it's some guy in Massachusetts who's like a, he's a pro singer. He might be an opera singer because he did it really, really well. Oh, really? Your lyrics. Yeah. And the whole song, our lyrics, of course. And he credited uh, the Twisted oh, Christmas good. album. He yeah. credited the three writers, uh, Rivers, Amiro, and uh, um, uh, Silva. I mean, he did the, all the copyright stuff. And he nice. sang the song, and I thought, wow, that's really cool. And I, and, and where's my money? Well, How I much is he making? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, 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 he is I'll take money. you all out for a Happy Meal if a check comes. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying, he's going to make some money. Oh, is he going to make money? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Wait money a minute. on TikTok, dude. All right, I have no idea. So... All right, wait for me. Don't make me pissed until I finish telling the story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I said to Dennis, wow, that's kind of cool, neat. And and Dennis goes, he has a half a million views in 12 hours. Wow. And I went, really? Jesus. And so then I went back, and he had a 1,000 comments. And I started reading all the comments. And they were really sweet, by the way. They were, uh, you know, Twisted Tunes fans, lots of mentions of me, even mentions of you guys, uh, Spike. Uh, not use it because I never promoted you enough. I apologize. <laughs> Thanks for there, bringing that up. Yeah. But there were no drums on that song. Were you singing on that one? I might have been singing on it. That was at, in Sutton, wasn't that it? That was in Sutton in my basement. Yeah, yeah you probably, yeah. let's just say you sang on it. It's impossible to prove uh, that you didn't. Anyway, so I, I'm like, wow, that's cool. Anyway, I looked at it the next day. 1.3 million views. Blowing up. And, and I thought, okay, what is TikTok? <laughs> yeah, it's an intrusive spyware invented by can Can anybody Chinese. answer that? What, and what makes something it's, work on it? Spike, you, ha you have daughters. Do they use it? Darby's probably got about 10, 15,000 followers on TikTok. It's, they're short movies yeah. they're 45 yeah. second movies and you can yeah. do uh, amazing things in 45 seconds mostly tiktok is dancing or okay. stupid human tricks yeah yeah and it's influenced every other platform of social yeah. media absolutely does what's what are darby's uh videos Posts. of her dancing um some dancing stuff some uh they, they do things where they it's all very clever editing You'll like yeah. you'll jump and all of a sudden you'll be in different clothing and you'll jump right. into another different clothing. To Ed's point, there's like you know full on produced television TV campaigns modeled after TikTok videos. Okay, yeah. I mean it's and like, I don't you, even know it. I've seen them. I'm and, sure anything. I mean, you, you, we're, we're like a, a, a girl's dancing through and every time she jumps, she changes an outfit to a different color. That's like a tick. That's a TikTok move. Or so, no clothes, whatever. There you go. Uh, well, they no. They, there's no nudity on it, is there? <laughs> no, that's that's. What's it? Only fans or fans only? Only fans, yeah. Only fans, yeah. <laughs> okay, so so it's clean and it's good fun. What's the what's the controversy about it? Um, it's, it's owned by a Chinese company. Yeah, and, it's, a, it's and, spyware. And, and yeah, and they they know everything we're doing in every room in our house and every home in America. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> that's no problem at all. Okay, and, and, and it's another own... ver another version of mindless pulp. Yes, yes, yes. They own the content. By okay. The way. I guess. 
How much is that guy making on that song? He's got I don't a, know. How, how, how do they monetize views? that? I'd have, Just to get my seven, o, I'd have to get my 18-year-old daughter in here. To oh, by the way, I, I believe, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe that um, we might get a cheeseburger out of it because <laughs> if you use... Um, if you use copyrighted Copyright. material, yep. they have to pay, right? TikTok yeah. has to pay. That's 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 usually how it works. Oh. Giving you a new project, Bob. Something to <laughs> occupy your time. Uh, no, I'm I'm not going to start dancing. First off, the wrong age for that. I think no, Spike's daughter's it's probably. It's going to start got, a new one called yeah. Dick Talk. I would have six followers. <laughs> oh my God. That's great. Yeah. That's great. But, you know, you don't need the whole 45 seconds either. Right. <laughs> Karen, did you be six seconds or less? I, I did do a rodeo. Okay, I did do a you quick. You brought look. it all the way. You brought it all the way around those 1.5 million <laughs> likes are nice nice oh. how many eggplants oh. does that get <laughs> eggplant handshake raindrops go ah. oh we're so easily entertained speaking of mindless pulp fyi tiktok does pay artists for use of their music TikTok operates differently than Spotify, bases mm. calculations on the number of videos made using your music as opposed to the number of times the video is watched. Uh, uh, that can often become confusing if you're measuring the way royalties are worked out against other services. Um, the quantity of videos matters more than the total view count. Oh, uh, so him so getting a million get yeah. sounds like I'm screwed. You are screwed. <laughs> you <laughs> get one. Not. Yeah. Okay. One twenty-fourth so, of a cent. Yeah. Okay. So, for example, um, you guys know that I had a Jonathan Edwards concert recently at a nonprofit local venue. Yes, I was um, there. And Jonathan is, and I, I think we're becoming, <laughs> if not friends, you know, buddies. I guess. <clears throat> is there a space between, you know, business associate and friend? Yes. Uh, is, gay. Gay. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Like, yes, but I brought him back and we did a couple Curious. of videos. Friends with benefactors. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, no, I, I, I don't know if I've told this story, but Spike he wins. had a good time at that event. And he did. The video for his uh, new album didn't come out right because he, he skipped over the um, bridge of the song. And, and I said, well, come back out and I'll actually do a music video for you. He ended up coming out and we spent a day together and we did two music videos and they're coming out great they're really great uh and he just wrote me the nicest uh thank you note last night he said let's do some more and i'm like wow i love this guy you know he's 75 he could still write great songs you know he sings not like he sang when he was 25 but still, still pretty pretty amazing um, yeah it was excellent anyway excellent. so as I'm, I'm as i'm watching this thing on tiktok you know what Jonathan Edwards is famous for? Sunshine. Besides sunshine. Shanny and the pot smoking. Pot smoking. Yeah. Thank you. Ah. So he does a thing on Facebook every Friday afternoon at, um, is it 19 minutes after 4? No, it's 20 minutes after 20 4. 20 minutes 20. after 4, Bob, like <laughs> yeah. you didn't know. Your son, Andrew, told you that years ago. Come on. Yes. And, uh, and, he, and a lot of people share it. And so as I was watching TikTok the other day, I thought, you know, 
Yeah, no. Jonathan should do his 420 thing on TikTok, and he should provide the music every week for as people to make as many videos as they want. Is that a possibly a good idea for him, Spike? He, he would make a ton of money. Because marijuana, really of all the Twisted Tunes we ever did, What If God Smoked Cannabis is the one that people adopted online and there's hundreds of YouTube videos made by amateurs to that song, no correct? No kidding. Yes. So I went from, I don't care about TikTok, it's stupid, why would anybody spend any time How on can I to, capitalize? How <laughs> could I do something there and get people to click on it? Yeah. And in the answer appears to be make some short video and then let people use your copyrighted material to keep making their own, correct? That's a good, that's a good idea. It's, okay. That's not far-fetched at all. Well, you know, I got a new 75-year-old buddy. <laughs> You're going to take over the world. <laughs> I really, I love Jonathan, by the way. If you, if you subscribe to his newsletter and hear him talk about gratitude and loving his fans, he's just, he's the real deal. He really is. Yeah. Um, there's, he, there's a corner of the world. You don't have to take over the world. There's a corner of the world that could be nicely appointed by doing mm. something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's good. TikTok. Now the Chinese aren't going to spy on us. No, they oh, had yes, to. They, sell, they, yes, they, they had are. to sell. They were they. Did they not have to sell the majority of it to an American company in order to not be banned here? I think you're right, and that's right. That, yeah. that did that did come down the pipe. Uh, yeah. It was in the news that it was going to happen. I think that that deal fell through. So I quickly did TikTok. That's the way uh, I remember it get, too. Yeah. It no. TikTok saga continues. So the latest, TikTok ultimately struck a partnership deal with Oracle and Walmart. Right. But the Biden administration was reviewing it and put it on hold. Uh, so I'm just going to... Got to cut Hunter in first before you can okay the <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Easy. So let me just hey, say... I'm, a, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Come on. That's I'm getting right. better. So I, by the way, I think the whole China thing is all Shame. just to dramatize the masses and keep us all confused uh, by stupid, uh, you know, no one cares. Uh, TikTok, known in China as Douyin, is a video-focused social networking service owned by the Chinese company ByteDance. Never got sold. That was all media hua. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing to it. Never happened. How about that? Nothing to see here, folks. Yeah. That's typical, huh? Ah, so much of what's in the news is to just, you know, dramatize us and keep us from, yeah. like, worrying about real important stuff like building like, nuclear like, power plants like on the, Blakely like Island. Omarosa variant thing that's going around. <laughs> Nothing to it. Come on. Nothing to see here. Okay. So you're saying oh, that uh, tomorrow we're not going to wake up and find that Ukraine no longer exists? Oh, I, I, I'm not saying that there aren't conflicts in the world that matter, like Syria, Ukraine, uh, and, and a few others that I occasionally see when I read alt newspapers. Uh, but even those conflicts seem mostly designed to pump up military-industrial corporations, mm. and and they don't make the news. Like, all, all of a sudden, Biden's pulling out of Afghanistan, and we're like, he's screwing it up. Oh, couple the last sudden? 20 years. After he was 20 years, fine. all of a sudden? <laughs> really? <laughs> a 20-year yeah. overnight sensation, that one was. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I wish we had something funnier to end on. <laughs> what about the maple syrup so- storage, which is causing Canada to tap into their reserves? That is absolutely no a true story. Freaking <laughs> yes. way! It's true. Uh, Biden well, gets fifty million barrels of oil. They get a bucket of syrup. <laughs> By the way, if I if I had a TikTok view for every person who sent me that article, mm-hmm. everyone's like telling me, "Did you see that they're releasing their stockpiles? Do they really have stockpiles?" And yes, they do, because uh, I think I mentioned this. Did I mention it on the show with you, Zip, or did I mention it on the podcast? I don't, no, you didn't. No, no. Okay. No. The, the, the story about maple syrup, like honey uh, and probably oil, is it doesn't ever actually go bad. You can always reboil it, and it's brand new. And if there's a terrible season, which last year was the first time I saw a bad season— uh, then you have stockpiles, and you can. You know. There really is a strategic syrup reserve. Yes. 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 Oh my yes. God! I thought I thought this was an SCTV. What, bit. No. What's your problem over there? So so just let me explain, it Spike. It works just like oil. Exactly. So two years ago was one of the best seasons ever. Right. I did two hundred and twenty gallons of maple syrup on in a, you know, in a sugar bush that's supposed to do. 160 to 175. Now, sugar bush means something else altogether in Canada. <laughs> oh, you so, betcha you know. sure does there, my friend. You betcha. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. It's called a Didn't sugar I bush. Didn't I see her later? Yeah, sure, betcha. Right. She's not working the main stage there over at Humpdown. Yeah, betcha. Okay. Yeah, she got to get out here by two to pick her kids up from school. I'm sorry. Okay, in Support Canada, single moms. In Canada, <laughs> sugar bush means exactly what it means in Vermont. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, I uh, last year, um, yes. what happened is February didn't thaw. The season usually starts around February 15th. When Not the, Winnipeg. When, oh, no. His witch did cold up there. <laughs> And it does vary uh, depending upon where you are. But what happens is the maple syrup season is usually six or seven weeks long. Right. Last year, uh, February never thawed, and it thawed all at once in March, and the season was over in like three and a half, four weeks. Just like that. So all I got was about 125 gallons of syrup. How many liters does that work out to? Bob? Don't know. Um, okay. Just How many gallons you got there, Bubby? Uh, how many gallons Imper- was that? Imper- Imperial gallons. I want yeah. to know. Gallons. Yeah. Right. 150 gallons is about, oh, I guess to say it's about the, so the, the 330 um, liters. <laughs> I'm trying to give, you're asking give me day. about strategic syrup reserves, and I'm trying to give you an answer. <laughs> Take a loony for it. Hey, you know why the loonies are metal? So you can swipe them in the stripper's butt there. And get <laughs> they need a timeout, Bob. Yeah. 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 Ed and, Ed and Spike, time I'm out. So, uh, anyway, yes, there is a strategic maple syrup reserve. That's, that's uh, amazing. And it's, and it's about price protection because uh, in a huge year, you want to put some aside or because you don't want the price to plummet. Well, we're a socialist country, Bob. Yeah, and in a crappy year, um, you don't want someone else to, uh, you know, like say if Vermont has more syrup, you don't want them to uh, go to your clients and take them away. Well, they flood the market, but it takes forever. (laughs) Yes, it goes very slowly. (laughs) (laughs) I love this job. I love this job. 
<laughs> You're thinking of molasses, not sex. <laughs> <laughs> whole <You> different. <laughs> okay. Wasn't there a big uh, maple syrup heist oh. in Canada about two years ago? That yeah, we, there was. You know, it was During all over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody God. stole the whole supply. Damn no, it. somebody the stole. cakes were all locked. <laughs> And everybody yeah, the sent that down to my... several Tim Hortons. I heard it was awful. Yeah, you couldn't terrible. get a maple glazed donut for miles. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm so sorry. So uh, I know you don't want the actual facts, but it was called the Great Canadian <laughs> Maple Syrup Heist. Yeah. <laughs> what else would you call it then? And Come it on. was actually, uh, it, this big one was in 2011 oh. and 2012. Uh, <laughs> 3,000 tons of maple syrup. Valued it's a sticky situation. 18 yeah. million Canadian. It, it pumped it through that uh, tar sand pipe, right? Yeah, nobody yeah. had a clue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Bob, yeah. You poor guy. That's all right. <laughs> You've been if very I care about it, them. I expect you all to ridicule it. That comes with the territory. Oh, I, boy. I earned Man, that just, for 40 you're, years. You're, you're okay. feeding the beast, buddy. It's yeah. awesome. That's right. <laughs> all right. So what what should I play after the show here? What did I? Uh, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie might be a good Yeah, take host. off, Jose. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. How about the restroom door said gentleman? We'll play that. There, there you, you go. go. Oh, Find it on TikTok. All right. all right. Guys, thank you very much. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Joyous season there, my friends. Whatever okay. you celebrate, happy Hanukkah to everybody. <laughs> we don't do a lot for Christmas. We don't even get a tree. Don't buy into Christmas shopping. We don't go for Christmas. We're Jews. <laughs> hey, you wouldn't happen to have that Jacques Cousteau thing there that we did oh, years ago. Remember that? remember that? Might do that too. <laughs> My friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Remember this golden classic. Playing the hits of yesteryear just for you. The restroom door said, gentlemen, so I just walked inside. I took two steps and realized I've been taken for a ride. I heard high voices turned and found the place was occupied by two nuns, three old ladies, and a nurse. What could be worse than two nuns, three old ladies, and a nurse? The restroom door said, gentlemen, it must have been a gag. As soon as I walked in there, I ran into some old hag. She sprayed me with a can of mace and snapped me with her bag. I could tell this just wouldn't be my day. What can I say? It just wasn't turning out to be my day. The restroom door said, gentlemen, and I would like to find The crummy little creep who had the nerve to switch the sign Cause I've got two black eyes and one high heel up my behind Now I can't sit with comfort and joy, boy oh boy No, I'll never sit with comfort and joy Thank you.
This is too. Is that Naga Hide? Doesn't matter. This Christmas, PBS presents a Christmas special the whole family can enjoy. In the fine Cousteau tradition, Christmas on the Calypso, the under the tree world of Jacques Cousteau. It is a very special morning. Last night, the crew tossed and turned in their bunks in eager anticipation of what awaits us this day. Suddenly, our quiet slumber is interrupted by a huge noise on the deck of the Calypso. We investigate and find the unmistakable footprints of eight tiny hoofed creatures. How did these eight strange mammals make the incredible journey across the seas to our secluded location? We can only speculate. My first mate, Jean-Claude, beckons to the rest of the crew. Everyone, come here quickly, look at this! <gasps> the deck of the Calypso is strewn with many packages, all wrapped in brightly colored papers and ribbons. Reminiscent of the beautiful Garcia fish indigenous to the psychedelic waters in the Bay of San Francisco. I am reminded of my dangerous encounter with the prickly backed soccer fish, whose poisonous stinger can twist a man's mind like a candy cane. We are overwhelmed by the generosity of the mysterious visitor who has brought a warm feeling and special moment to 12 very cold and lonely men. The members of the crew dive under the tree without the benefit of wetsuit or oxygen supply. 
I am concerned that these freezing temperatures and bitter Arctic winds may freeze the balls of our tree. But all is well. And Jean-Claude is pleased to discover the large rectangular box containing the brightly colored floppy-eared bunny slippers are indeed for him. They are just his size and fit his large hairy feet as snugly as the pearl in the shell of the mature oyster. To my dismay, I discover I have once again been overlooked. Oh, Capitan, oh, what a shame. I am aghast, but at least the coal will be useful in the cold winter months to come. The Under the Tree World of Jacques Cousteau, this Christmas on PBS. As Philippe throws another Yule fish on the fire, the smell is overwhelming. Oh, hey, yo. Oh, 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 cut the camembert. Oh, oh.